morning, beautiful ones. Welcome to Truth. It's Jan, a.k.a. Love OG Brooklyn Girl. Today, we're just going to talk about a few things that have been happening in the, I guess, in the World Wide Web or social media aspect of life. So, first things up, I think it was a couple weeks ago, maybe over, um, I don't know, because it seemed like it was something to talk about a while ago, where um, Ava DuVernay had an interview and the interviewer called her like Auntie Ava and she was like, no, don't call me that. You know, that's not my moniker. And so people got mad when black people especially got mad at her for not wanting to be called Auntie. Um, Now, long story short, Auntie doesn't mean what, you know, like the way like most, like, you know, sister, brother, has a child and then you become you know your sister and someone your relative your brother or sister has a child and then you become aunties not even that sort of deal aunties kind of become this moniker of like the cool single woman who lives her life childless doesn't have to worry about some man messing up her anything got her money right all this other stuff but just basically a free independent woman that's kind of where the auntie moniker came that's one part. And the other part is like a woman who is very much outspoken, very comfortable within herself. And, you know, like Auntie Maxine Waters, like, you know, these are the Auntie moniker is not falling just because, you know, someone is all of a sudden turned into an aunt, not even close. But Miss DuVernay doesn't want to be called that. So, you know, some people on Twitter got the assholes in a bunch about it and then you know certain people are like well she she act like an auntie or she act like a grandma anyways blah 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 okay so i thought it had died but then i guess oprah got wind of it the people was calling her auntie oprah and her friend gail and auntie gail so then her magazine on instagram decided to post this thing with auntie crossed out in front of oprah gail and ava's names and i'm just like okay i guess you know so then it started up the whole discussion again. And so people are on Twitter, especially like, you know, I don't know why these women getting their bare panties in a bunch about being called things, you know, like we know it's like a term of endearment, blah, 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 all this other stuff. But the problem is with that is simple. Don't call people what they don't want to be called. Let me tell you something. It happens with whether it's a moniker you're giving someone or whether it's their own name. There are plenty of times when people will mispronounce a name, start shortening your name, doing all types of shit to you because they can't, you know, because they feel it's within their right to do so. Like that interviewer called her that like he felt he was in the right to do so acting in the sense of like he don't know this woman. And that's the other thing that we have to get used to. We have to remember, we don't really know these people. We don't know them like that. I guarantee for Representative Waters, the reason why she was so accepting of it was because one, it got her connected with the youth of today, especially. Um, And I'm not saying she did it for votes, not far from it. But when you can connect with people who are young, young people who are here gonna be long after anyone is gone, that connection sticks and if she and she doesn't mind it and it's not like representative waters hasn't been putting in the work so she's been speaking her truth reclaiming her time all this stuff she has been doing since she has been sitting in that seat 
So guess what? If she want to be, if she don't mind being called auntie, that is Maxine Waters' right. But on the flip side of that, that is also Oprah Winfrey's, Gail King's, and Ava DuVernay's right too, not to be called that. You know, black people never want to be considered a monolith, but yet still we always want people to be accepting of shit that we say. Not every level of language and monikers that we use will ever be accepted by every black person. We know this. So I don't understand why we're getting like these mini armchair dissertations about why these women don't want to be called that. If they don't want to, they don't want to be. I guarantee you someone has explained to them what it means and they still don't like it. And if they don't like it, then why can't we accept it? And to just put not a finer point on it, let's get real dramatic here. You know how when people going, our transgenders are going from male to female or female to male and they change their names and people want to bring up their old name? Like some video I saw last night of some black woman bringing up T.S. Madison's old picture of what he used to look like or what she used to look like. Pardon me. But basically disrespecting her. Talking about this man's been missing and posting the address of T.S. Madison. I'm just like, you know, that could get her killed. But you see what I mean? You see how ridiculous that is? You see how ridiculous that is that we can't just let people be people. You know, and if someone want to come back and be like, well, Jan, that's not the same thing. It kind of is. Because you have to remember, it is all about a respect thing. It is. If they don't feel that way about themselves, they don't have to feel that way about themselves. We shouldn't be forcing them to feel that way about themselves either. Yes, we can go around reading them for filth. We can throw slight shade. We can kiki with the best of them if we choose to or make fun of them. But the same thing about is it's a respect thing. Most of us won't be running into Oprah, Gail, or Ava anytime soon. But even if I did, one, I would never call them by their first name because I don't know them. Secondly, why the hell would I even call them auntie? It's not like that. You know, we want to put a familiarity on how black people interact with other black people, but it's not always the same thing. It really isn't. We don't all interact with each other the same way. We just don't. Like, in certain situations, yeah, we'll probably have each other's back, especially when it comes to the way police act these days, the way men act these days, the way anybody acts with us as a collective. Like, when we see people getting harassed and we pull over our cars, we start recording all these things. This is the support that usually comes about. But so far as giving someone a moniker, fuck that. You can be petty mad all you want that Oprah and them don't like it. But it's not going to change anything. You can sit there and make fun of them on Twitter, make fun of them in conversation. But it won't change how these women actually feel about it. It won't. So, you know, you can sit there and do that shit all you want. It won't change anything. And remember, we aren't a monolith, people. So... If they don't want to be called that, just dead it. I guarantee you there'll be some other shit that'll come up in like a couple days anyway. So this will blow over just like everything else. So the other thing is about um, Carmelo Anthony and Lala Anthony. So basically Carmelo and Lala, I think were separated, what is it, last year? Because he cheated on her. 
dude had a break baby. I will never understand break babies at all. I will never understand why when married men, especially your men in relationships, when they go on these quote-unquote breaks, the first thing they do is stick their dick in something else. And then they end up with another kid. So it seems that people want Lala to accept that child in their life. So it seems that there's that Carmelo's been sending the child support payments, but he hasn't seen his daughter. And people are now looking at Lala as if it's her fault. So the time difference of when I think of his daughter's now two, I think the time difference is that they've, you know, Lala took him back, but um, he basically, it seems like he hasn't seen his daughter in at least a year. And that was during the year when Lala wasn't dealing with him. So there are now two sides to this coin. One is, well, it's not Lala's responsibility to want to um, be responsible or take care of that child or have that child in her life. And then the other aspect of it is, well, it's really between the mom and Carmelo. So to be honest with you, any woman that accepts a break child or takes back someone who cheats, I don't care whether they're celebrities or regular women. And when I say regular, I mean like those that you don't hear about all the time. But when someone takes someone back when they cheat, man or woman, but especially women, because I don't know too many men that do that. Because men have this thing, like if another dick has been in a vagina, that vagina is now spoiled for him for the rest of his life. But when women do that, you know, that requires a lot of strength and a lot of, honestly, a lot of internalizing and knowing yourself really well. Because I know myself really well. And I'm like, first of all, you cheated on me. So the trust factor is gone. And then you have a baby. Like, no. Like, it's kind of like how Karuchi did Chris Brown. Like, he cheats on her with not only Rihanna, but then has a baby. And then when Karuchi decides she doesn't want to deal with it, he's pissed off. Like, she should fall in line like every other black woman is. Again, expecting that because seeing other people do it. No. Karuchi moved on with her life. She didn't want to be a, she didn't want to be a stepmom, and that's what she did. And even up until this day, she's still paying for it, even though she hasn't been with Chris Brown in, what, almost three years? He still can't let that shit go because she let him go. But that's another topic. So the women, and especially a lot of women, are like, you, like, Lala needs to accept this baby. Lala doesn't have to do anything. She accepted him back. And for all of those are saying, well, you know, if Lala doesn't do it, then he's not going to do it. It seems like Carmelo has not seen this child since the baby was born. And Lala wasn't in the picture. So explain the behavior. Because we always want to blame women for when men don't do right by whatever it is. And you can't blame a woman for what this motherfucker didn't want to do. If Carmelo had a break baby and he did not want to be in that child's life and all he wants to do is send money so that the mother doesn't complain about the fact that he doesn't, she doesn't get any money for her, that's what he chose to do. People do what the fuck they feel like. And I need other human beings to wrap themselves around that. Whether it's good or bad, human beings will do whatever the fuck they feel like doing. And what he feels like doing is just paying child support. Because he know he messed up with Lala. And his probably, his whole thing is just basically trying to build that back with her. 
Now, would it make it easier if Lala was accepting of the child? I guess. I don't know. Because we always expect women to be over-motherly or over-caring of some other child. We always have that expectation of women that they should welcome things with open arms. And that's not always the case. Women don't always have to do what X is expected of them. Lala really doesn't have any ties to that young daughter. She does not. She doesn't. Her blood does not run through that child's veins at all. Okay? It's kind of like with Matthew Knowles' baby mama and people crying why Beyonce and Solange don't take care of their little sister. Why should they? That may be their stepsister, but they really don't have any ties to her outside of their father. And he has a job. He is that caregiver. Matthew knows, Beyonce knows, Carter, Solange knows, separate individuals. And I need people to stop lumping them in because they're celebrities and they got money and they should do right by the kids because it's not the kids' fault. No, it's not the kids' fault. And But the thing about it is, not everyone needs to be accepting of that either. The strain of that relationship. Now, we have no idea whether... Beyonce or Solange have any contact with that young girl. I suppose they do. I wouldn't doubt it. But at the same time, I'm not going to expect it. There's a lot of things that I don't put on other people. I don't have expectations of other people and what they should and should not do. So I don't expect that. But to be like, well, Lala needs to step up and accept that child. No, she doesn't. She doesn't have to. She doesn't want to. First of all, you're expecting a woman who... She married a man for richer, for poor, for better, for worse. And for some reason, people seem to think worse means cheating and getting back together. But he had a child on her. He actually had a child on her. That may require some therapy. That may require a discussion. If she's not accepting right now, then let her not be accepting right now. Who knows? It may change. It may come to family therapy. It may come to this whole thing where they have to, you know, where they'll come to, you know, the reasons why and figure it out. I said, but she doesn't have to. She doesn't want to. Carmelo fucked up. Lala did not fuck up. And it's the child is paying for it because Carmelo is not seeing his child. That has nothing to do with Lala. We cannot put his bad behavior on Lala because Lala should be showing him that this is what he needs to do. No, he's a grown ass man. When are we gonna get? When are we gonna get to the point to stop raising grown ass adults to do shit? Motherfuckers will do shit when they want to do shit. No one should be raising them to do or act correctly. We know what the correct behavior should be, but that doesn't mean people are gonna do it. And I need people to wrap their heads around that shit. Um. And then a little bonus thing. So just how I brought up Karuchi and Chris Brown. So this week on Instagram, um, Chris Brown, who claims now that his um, his account was hacked, had some commentary on Karuchi's boyfriend, Victor Cruz's wardrobe, talking about, because she's blocked him, but he's, he's talking about on Victor's thing, you, you know, Karuchi, you need to teach a man how to dress and step up his style and all this stuff. Chris Brown is as random as fuck when it comes to bothering this girl. She has a five-year, um, what do they call it, order protection on him. Five years for his ass to stay away from her. Five 
years. And so he reaches out via her boyfriend's page because he can't, because she blocked him on his, on hers. And he's like, you need to teach him how to dress and all this other stuff. Like, no shade, but maybe a little and all this other stuff. And then, like, a day later, supposedly his account was hacked. And then, literally, the day that he cries that um, Cassie and her new boyfriend or new, um, yeah, announced that they're having a baby. So then Diddy decides to send a congratulations to his ex about it and blah, blah, blah. So then the thing came up about these are two type of exes on Twitter comparing Chris Brown and Diddy. And I agree with a lot of other people put, well, there's a third ex that just doesn't say anything. And the thing about it is there is that third ex. There are a lot of exes that don't deal with anything their ex does. That's why they're exes. For whatever reason that we don't deal with these people or people don't deal with these people, they just don't. They probably don't wish any ill will on them, but they also don't take the time out of the day to express whether good or bad stuff for them. Like, to me, Diddy fucked up on all ends. He had Cassie in that house with the mother of his children that he never married, went through constant girlfriends. The interview's talking about 75% of the time you love him, but 25% of the time he's going to cheat on you and do whatever the fuck he wants to you. So Cassie got that, you know, she's out of that situation. She moved on and she's happy. Unfortunately, he lost Kim Porter because she died from illness. So now it's just him basically being a single dad, raising his daughters and his sons. And um, I know that his first son, Justin, his mom is still alive. But, the you know, Diddy doesn't, is not interacting with her on that level. So it's just like, Diddy, why do you need to make commentary on what Cassie does? You don't need to say anything. That young lady has moved on from her life and found someone who, one, loves her for who she is, two, is willing to have a relationship with her and only her. Not be all over the place or live in the bad boy lifestyle until that shit catches up with you when you're almost 50, 60 years old and you're still doing stupid shit. Like, this is what I'm talking about. But, like, um, some exes don't say anything. Think about it. You have an ex, you know, like I know there's plenty of jokes now where people will stalk their exes to see what their their ex is doing with like new girl, new boy, all this other stuff and trying to figure shit out. But there are so many people that just don't care. And I mean that they don't care. They don't live their life trying to figure out what the fuck their ex is doing. They don't give a fuck. That doesn't matter anymore. Like, that's not to say that they don't love the person. It doesn't mean that they don't care about the person. It's just that it's not the same level. Love in itself is a verb, and that energy changes when that love is moved to something else. So that doesn't mean that they don't care, but they don't have anything to say. Why should you as an ex have anything to say about what your ex is doing? They should not be even on your fucking radar. But the thing between Chris Brown and Diddy, especially, is these men are both narcissists. These men are too full of themselves because they've been in the limelight so long. They probably have pussy thrown at them so much that they think it just comes out of, you know, that it grows on trees. And the way that some women throw themselves at them, it probably does. But leave these exes alone. Leave women alone. And it's usually that male ex that always has to say some shit because men cannot stand 
for some reason. They just can't stand it. They can't stand just staying the fuck quiet. Do something else with your life. Like, Chris Brown needs to focus on his daughter, and that's it. His daughter, him controlling his anger issues, and doing backflips for every fucking video. That's all he need to worry about. He don't need to worry about what Karuchi's doing. He may even put little things on, like, Rihanna's page every once in a while, but he does not bother Rihanna the way he bothers Karuchi, and it's because of how he sees them. He knows that Rihanna is big. She's she's as famous as him, if not even more so now, and she's in a relationship where he can't say shit. He really can't say anything. There's nothing that Chris Brown could actually say about Rihanna's boyfriend that would even make a dent in that man but because Karuchi's not con- to him not considered on that level of echelon he feels he still has some way to be needling and annoying leave people alone you know and I'm not basing it on you know because if you talk about horoscopes people think you're crazy but usually when someone's a Taurus Tauruses can't accept when you when you go away from them. They have to go away from you. And it's only worse when it's men. It's like these, especially earth signs, and I'm going to just dead it here, but earth signs don't do change very well unless they're the ones doing the change. If you initiate the change, then all hell breaks loose. And that's why all this time he still nitpicks at that poor girl because she didn't want to be a stepmom. She didn't want to accept that shit. And she was tired of his abuse. Again, these two men, both abusive in different ways, Chris a little bit more physical, Diddy to me, probably more mentally and financially abusive, to be honest, because that's kind of where I see him at. I don't see him putting hands on people, but I see him definitely doing mental bullshit mind games with people. Like, leave people to fuck alone. Be that ex. Be the ex that don't say shit. I am completely that ex. Whenever I break up with someone... I don't give a fuck about you anymore the same way I cared about you while I was in a relationship. I just don't. That doesn't mean I wish death on you. Doesn't mean I wish ill will on you. Not even close. I just want you to live your life and it is separate from me. So I don't give a fuck if you fucking the next girl. I don't care if you have 12 babies. I don't give a fuck if you decide to pick up a backpack and tour the world. Has nothing to do with me anymore. What you do with your life from the minute we sever ties is all on you. But again, I'm not a man, so. But anyway, loves. So sorry for this one being a little bit long, but I just had to get those off my chest. Anyway, I hope you guys have a blessed and wonderful Sunday. Remember to... Wash your face, wash your armpits, wash your body, wash your back, wash your legs, wash the bottom of your feet, and make sure you moisturize, okay? Talk to y'all soon.